Hello, welcome to Become. I'm your host, Courtney Koenig. We are here to access more peace and power, and I'm guiding you to uncover your true essence and master your power with velocity. I am a mental fitness coach, a personal development disruptor. I have clients in eight different countries around the world. And here we're going to dive into all things human design, positive intelligence, and self-mastery tools so that you can feel that power for you in your life and move forward. Um, I'll always be sitting here sipping on some sparkling water because that's my jam. And I love telling you a bunch of stories. So let's jump in. Thanks for being here. Welcome to Become. I'm Courtney Koenig, igniting you to become a powerful, profitable, purposeful boss of your business, of your life, and of everything that you really, really want all coming towards you. So remember, I'm disrupting this personal development space because we need personal development that's actually personal. We don't need cookie cutter situations. And that's what the beauty of human design is. It gives us this foundation of the gifts that we were born with. And I show you how we can... Um, utilize those gifts to hit the goals and the dreams that we're having in our soul. I have the most beautiful guest on today, Faith Christensen. She is a recovering workaholic, Amazon best-selling author, and the face of Earn More, Work Less, Live Happy show. Her horrific struggles led her to help female authors, podcasters, and coaches to simplify their business so they reach their financial goals faster without sacrificing time, freedom, or being trapped in low profit businesses. Faith, thank you so much for being on the show today. I am super excited to be here. You are awesome. I'm here to learn. I'm so excited. Well, um, I before we dive into your chart, I'd love to get to know our guests. So do you have a favorite book or show that you've been into lately? So I've just finished a book that's called 10X is Easier Than 2X, which has been really awesome. It's all about focusing on simple and focusing on the things that actually move the needle in your business. And then, of course, like getting back to living the life we start our business for. So I really love that book. Oh, my gosh. That sounds amazing. Love that. Um, now, do you have a favorite place you love to travel to or maybe where you live is where you love? Well, I am really excited. My daughter's about to hit 18, which is a whole story, but I would love to get back to New York City. So I haven't been there in a while and I would love to get back. Oh, that's awesome. What do you love about New York City? I love the cities. Like if you're in Australia, there's no city that's like a big city. Do you know what I mean? I yes. love that you can go out at any time of the day and there's something happening. You can get something to eat, you know? I love that flexibility and I love just the big city, all the different people that you can meet, the different looks that the city has. It's close to so many different things. Oh, I love that. Yeah. They have this energy about them. That's like nothing else in New York city. Oh, it like has this yeah. unique energy. It's so beautiful. Um, 
Well, I'm excited to dive into your human design chart and share with you the gifts that you were born with. And yeah. um, I always start with your human design type. That's like at that foundation of how do we operate best? What are the gifts that we were born with? Um, how do we do things in, with velocity within those gifts? And so you're a manifesting generator. And so as an MG, and I, I am like, in, I love manifesting generators. <laughs> um, they can get a lot of stuff done. Um, really quickly, they also have this kind of vision that the manifestors have this vision of like, um, I see things, um, and I want to go for it, you know, but what they have, what there comes to them as well, is this gift of this energy to fulfill that vision. So you're not only feeling this urge to do this direction or to hit this like, um, target or whatever's coming to you in your soul, um, you also have the energy to back it up, to go, 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 do it, do it, do it. Um, you can also, the beauty of your design type is that you can see what can um, really move the needle forward. And it's not going to look like a ABC type of process. It's going to be like, we're going to gather this bit of information or this piece of wisdom or this needed task. And then we're going to gather this other one down the road, almost like a hop, skip, jump situation. And people are like, are you, aren't you skipping steps? Aren't you, you know, skirting around the processes and stuff like that. And, and um, that phrase of like skipping steps, like, you know, how it has some shame or some like, oh, you shouldn't be skipping steps. That's not yeah. for you whatsoever. You skip as many steps as you want to because you're really seen in this other dimension of how things need to progress and how things need to go. So when you're micromanaged, whether it's by other people or by your, your own thoughts or, you know, things like that, that's something for you to kick to the curb is like, freedom to be able to do and go and um, be who you need to be and um, to have even the day that looks like for you chaotic. Um, but it really is how you do business and how you do life. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on those. Yeah, it's very true. Um, and like we were talking about just before we started, set a goal, huge goal, ridiculous goal, go after it. And then I'm like, mm, no, time to shelve that goal that goal doesn't work in its current form and reevaluate and go and do the next thing right and I am very much I mean being that I am into simplicity I am all about skipping steps simplifying just getting to the goal without all the bull that a lot of people put into place yes totally so do you teach your clients about like this kind of reevaluation process because I think oftentimes like, um, there, you know, there's this mentality, don't quit, don't give up, it's going to happen. But it's not about that. It's about shifting. So how do you navigate that with your clients? So that's something that I'm literally about to go live in because I have a whole bunch of people on my profile right now who have been following on this journey for about five months as I built a tiny house. And stupid idea to build a tiny house, but, you know, us manifesting generators <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> but I'm about to go live and explain to people that it is okay to quit the current vehicle. So the dream mm. is still to be on the road, to be traveling, you know, to live a digital nomad life. This isn't the vehicle. And it's, you know, you can keep pushing, keep struggling, or you can go wait, pause. This is as far as this vehicle can take me. 
yes, it's like a $12,000 mistake, some people would say, mm -hmm. but it's not. I built a freaking tiny house, you know. So I'm about to tell people that this isn't the vehicle that's going to put me where I wanted to be. But you know what? It doesn't matter. Sometimes we invest heavily. Sometimes things go wrong. Sometimes things change that are outside our control. We need to have emotional resilience, right? Emotional intelligence. Yes. And you remember that old song, know when to hold them, know when to pause, know when to walk away, know when to run. That song has been playing in my head for about a week. And it is so true because sometimes it's not necessarily about quitting the goal or some, sometimes yes. you do quit the goal because it was never designed for you in the first place. And maybe you're going after someone else's dreams, but sometimes it's about stopping going, this isn't the vehicle, no matter how much money you've spent on it, reevaluating. And maybe in my case, going back to scratch without shame, without embarrassment, yes. Without people yeah. going, oh, my God, but you're quitting. No, reevaluating. This isn't the vehicle. And I think that in the personal development world, I love what you said before, yes. because in the personal development world, there's a lot of just be positive, 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 positive. If you're just positive, but that's not the case sometimes. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay to feel disappointed that I've spent five months nearly building this, designing this, and it's not the vehicle. But at the end of the day, don't stay there. Feel it, get that onion skin out, and then keep going. Yes. Oh, there's so much of what I love about what you just said is not only giving yourself permission to have freedom, permission to shift and to change, which is vital for manifesting generators, but also this um, permission to kind of grieve what you thought was going to happen versus what is actually happening. Because of course we set up expectations in our minds. We can't help that, you know, we're human mm -hmm. beings. So we're like, we get into something and we're like, okay, this is how I kind of want this to turn out, you know, already without even like you know, thinking about it too much, but, um, but uh, usually things change and they look, the outcomes look a lot different. Right. And we're here to like, um, show up and to follow that passion, which is what you were doing. You're exactly like responding to what's lighting you up and getting you excited, which is generator and manifesting generator's business <laughs> is to do that. But you're taking, um, this, this thing that didn't turn out quite like what you thought it would and turning it into a learning experience, an experience that is going to catapult you in the next direction and also giving yourself an opportunity to release um, and to practice that releasing, you know, and, and to shift into change, you know, and I just, I really love that permission, you know, because life and business is a process and it's not always going to turn out how we think it is. And we're not in control of that either. You know, come on. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like at the end of the day, what I built past the government yeah. thing, but the trailer was the one that was built bad and I had no idea. And sometimes like we will think that someone's an expert and we'll follow their path and we'll, and then it turns out that perhaps they were lying. Like they were lying, straight truth, right? Or perhaps they just, it, it, they're not an expert in a way that suits us, right? right? And at the end of the day, we can either take it as a failure and like, let's be truthful for a while. I was really embarrassed to talk about it because 
oh, well, you should have known. Well, no, you shouldn't. Sometimes you can't know, right? But it's either I can take it as a failure, a massive failure. I mean, like this is a $12,000 failure. Or I can go, okay, cool. Had some lessons I clearly needed to relearn, right? Um, and just go, this This is the first attempt. It didn't work. It's cool. Next. Yes, next. Exactly, exactly. I love all that. Oh, that could be a whole podcast in and of itself, guys. <laughs> just genius. Um, well, speaking of genius, I, another part of your chart that really stood out to me is your profile. And your profile is made up of two numbers, this two, four, and you're an easy breezy genius. And, and so you are all about this natural. You have certain things that are effortlessly, you're effortlessly good at without even knowing how you got there. You're just like, how did I end up here? You know? Um, and with this too, this gift, there's this pressure in the world to have qualifications, you know, to have this set of certifications and qualifications and list, list off different degrees or whatever, you know, but you are naturally gifted at the thing that you love. And so you don't need those certifications or qualifications, you just, you know, your life experience is your qualification enough. You as a whole body person are qualified enough. Your zone of genius just readily appears. And that's why people come to you for wisdom is they're seeing this energy of wisdom innately within you. And so they're coming to you from that. And so uh, we can kick out any thoughts that you, you know, need to have certain uh, qualifications or experiences beyond just you being a human being in your zone of genius. Now, the other number is the people person. So you're a really good people person. So you really love to be around you, uh, around others, but it's about curating the right people for you. It's about that curation process and honoring that. And, and you know, um, we kind of, you know, there, we talk about this vibe, vibing with people and stuff like that. That's all you need to explain how why you like a certain person or why you want to hang around a certain crowd. Because that quality of life is really about the quality of people that surround you. And I think this makes for such a great coach too, is because you're not only attracting those clients who, um, who vibe together, you know, have this community oh. feel. And that's what everybody wants in coaching too. It's not just that one-to-one, but they want that community that you're building as well. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So it's really interesting that you say that because one of the things that I still clearly needed to learn is that I'm a people pleaser um, and that it, it, the importance of listening to the right people, right? So when I first started this, I was listening to someone who I was taking advice from who I should not have been taking advice from. That's the straight mm -hmm. truth, you know, yeah. someone who wasn't where I wanted to be, um, someone who I wouldn't exchange things with. So um, I'm still learning about having the right people around me and listening to people who I would change places with um, rather than just being influenced by anyone who's um, a opinion I wouldn't say opinion but like whose voice is stronger than mine um I found that one of the learning curves for this tiny house was actually in standing up and not allowing myself to be bullied allowing mm -hmm. my voice to come across allowing my thoughts and you know that internal intuition that we have actually speaking that truth and when I got shouted at 
standing in it and not negotiating. So mm-hmm. definitely one of my biggest learning curves has been having the right people around me and listening to the people who are on the same path as me. Because let's be honest, sometimes we listen to our friends and family and they are not people we should be listening to, right? Clearly that was a hard lesson for me, right? Um, But yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely a people person. I can talk to anyone, anywhere. My dad used to tell me I could sell ice to Eskimos. Um, (laughs) But yeah, um, that's been a lesson for me is, you know, listening to people, standing in our own personal power, going, that is not the right thing for me and I will not be bullied to step back, you know? Yes, completely. Well, and people-pleasing is actually a sabotaging tool and it's a sabotaging character in our lives. And, And that just noticing, like, you know, one way we take these characters out of our lives is one to notice when it's happening. And then I always, I tell my clients, I'm like, do a somatic tool, just a really quick, like breathing in through your nose, exhaling, you know, um, hyper-focusing on something that you can see and notice the deep colors or the patterns. This only takes like 30 seconds. And what it does is it gets us out of our head and into our body. And, and it allows us to like, um, notice the situation with more power and more peace and to really see clearly instead of being emotionally stressed or anxious or, or whatever it is. And, and with being a people person, yeah, we have, you have those, like, I want to please people. I want to, you know, I want to like, um, you know, it, it tends to shrink in that way as well as, as having a gift. And it's really neat to just use that somatic tool to be like, okay, or rub your fingers together and really feel the ridges of your hand, your fingers together. I love, I do that one mm. all the time and you can do that anywhere. It doesn't look like a weirdo. You're like, you're not like, eh, you know, you can sit yeah. in your lap and do that and be like, okay, all these tools are like under the radar for other people, but we need yeah. them in order to like, to recenter into peace and power because then great things can happen from that. So, um, sure. <laughs> also on your chart, is a channel. Now, when you're looking at that body graph, uh, there's all these lines on there and channels connect um, are like these roads that are colored in and they connect from one energy center to the next energy center. The energy centers, just so we're all on the same page, are the ones going up and down the body. They're those like diamond squares, triangles. They're either colored in or they're in white, colored in white. So, your channel is 3420 and this is one of the most powerful channels in the human design system. I know. And only manifesting generators can have this because uh, it's this archetype of the manifesting generator. So it's from the sacral, uh, which is your energy center to the throat, which is the gift of communication and speaking. So And it's this powerful charisma. You have this ability to influence and inspire others. You have this gift to lean into other people's lives and to really give them this influence of, um, and this ability to connect with their higher being, you know, their, um, the charisma enough to, to create real change in people, which is really hard to do, you know? 
and real influence um, in that position that you have onto. So of course that takes the ability to stand in your power as far as speaking it, right? When you feel mm -hmm. that thing, you get the chance to speak it um, and standing in that power as well. Um, so I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. It's really interesting that you say that because it's something that I am working on for a lot of my life. I have just shut up. Do you know what I mean? Like I have oh, yes. been very, don't tell your opinion, don't give your like, but lately in the last six months, 12 months, I have been speaking up and using my voice and going, this is my truth and you either connect with it or you don't. That's cool. But this is what I stand for. But also this is what I stand against because I think as coaches, there are so many people that they're kind of wishy-washy. And I don't mean that as a mm -hmm. nasty thing, but they're kind of scared to go, I stand against this. This is not like, so I will be the person that stands up and I go, I stand against bullshit. I stand against all the complicated, long, less expensive like I stand against all that stuff because it's not necessary and it's sabotaging a lot of people. So that has definitely been something that I am stepping into. I wouldn't say I'm all the way there yet, but stepping into speaking my truth and speaking it regardless of tons of makeup on my face or, you know, whether I've got a pimple or my hair is not perfect or whatever you know, which can be really hard. Let's be honest. We live in a society where, especially as coaches, we're taught if everything is not perfect, you should stay here, right? Yes. So going back to your message of personal development, personal, like who we are being, who we are, rather than trying to be what some millionaire decided is the way to go. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and I love a, a bunch of things that you said, like for one is when we're utilizing our gifts, we get to know what they are, but it's a practice to, to understand mm. the gifts, you know? And so when we find ourselves utilizing our gifts, let's cheer ourselves on be like, I did it. You know, I, this is awesome. I, I spoke what I wanted to speak. Um, I shared what I know was in my heart and soul and it came out. And I, that's, was my part, you know, and as we, mm -hmm. um, especially with any gifts, right. The more that we use them, just like a flower that's nurtured, the more that it grows and develops and it becomes, you know, this big, um, flower, you know, beautiful thing. And that's what we're doing with developing these gifts is we're developing, we're working the muscles and, and we're human. So it's not going to look perfect, nor should it, you know, we just need to congratulate ourselves for, for trying and for really showing up for ourselves. So, um, I really love that. Yeah. Awesome. That's so true. And sometimes I don't know about you, but like, so if I don't speak, you start to get the lumps in the throat or the lumps in the chest, you know, so suppressing your gifts because you are scared can also have negative impact on especially our health. I have found yes. that you can get a lot of medical conditions if you keep suppressing and suppressing because you don't fit into society's standard expectations potentially. Yes, exactly. Yeah, these standards and, and this uh, expectation that it has to be a certain way or, or, or we put so much pressure on ourselves too. We judge ourselves oh. so much. So, um, and that's another sabotaging tool is to judge ourselves. So, um, one other part on your chart that really stood out to me is one of your gates. And these are, um, 
on these lines on your body graph and the gates are halfway lines across starting at an energy center and they're colored in and you have gate 15 and this is on your G center. Your G center is gift is all about direction. Um, and this is, this gate a gift is, I go to the edges to gain knowledge. So you're going to the edges to gain knowledge. You like to explore and understand and come back and educate. Um, there are some good points. There's some wisdom to be found, you know, in those edges. And you're really drawn to ex explore those extremes and um, to understand them and to gain wisdom in those edges and experiences and not to see them as fearful or as, you know, whatever, you know, comes up as we explore, you know, or scary, yeah. but they're just for this understanding. And so um, go into these learning experiences without any expectations to just explore and to gain that wisdom and to bring that back. So love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, I mean, hello, tiny house building, um, went to the edge of everything for that. I am very much someone who goes to the edge. I packed up my life and moved to Africa because um, why wouldn't you? Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely say I do take everything to the edge. And like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, I learn from it and then I bring the lessons back. So people are like, oh, my God, you've lived a life. Yeah, I've lived a life because I keep going to the stupid edge and then yes. come back again. <laughs> So I've had a lot of life stories of some of the somewhat silly things that I have taken on and done. But I feel like sometimes when we go to the edge and we explore it, we actually help people to have permission to just take a step for themselves. Because if I'm going to do this completely ridiculously crazy thing, they got the courage to take a first step, you know. And I remember yes. when I was running the foundation, I was running a six-figure business. I had a humanitarian foundation in Africa. I was married to an African. And there was a woman who was an affiliate for me in the foundation and her husband was just a jerk. He was, There's no nice way of saying it, right? And um, when I made the decision to shut the foundation, I shut everything down in the middle, like it was still a six-figure business at that time. I just mm -hmm. went, no, I cannot physically do this anymore something bad is going to happen if I keep going. I left my marriage. I shut the humanitarian foundation. I shut the business. And in, I'm not saying I was a catalyst, but seeing me do that allowed her to leave her husband. And she is now, I think about two or three years past leaving her husband. She's in another relationship and she's genuinely happy. So it, when we step up, whether it's yeah. go to the edge or not, when we step up, we inspire other people to take a step in some cases. Or another lady who, um, like I've been building my tiny house and she's like, oh, my God, I've lived in the same location for 20 years. I don't want to do that anymore. So she's just sold her house. She's packing her life into a camper. And in 16 days she leaves and she's traveling Australia. And... I was like a catalyst. Like I was like that little thing that she looks at to go, it's possible. Now she gets to leave and I don't, which is a bit of a bum. But, <laughs> but I'm happy for her because 20 years in the same place and now she has the courage to put her whole life into storage that she, the last stuff she's kept, right? 
and she's going to hit the road with her son. So it's a phenomenal gift because he will learn so much. But yes, oh, I do take things sure. to the edge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you're so brave to do that. It takes some courage, a lot of courage, you know, and it takes a lot of um, just power to be able to be resilient in those edges and to go into it without really um, seeing what's there, you know, and not having a map because there is no map for those edges. It's just an exploratory time, you know? So um, Faith, this has been such a good conversation. Your chart is so amazing. You're so beautiful and soul. And I just have loved this conversation so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciated it. It's cool to have like that, not validation, but like backup that you're on the right path. Yes. I love, yeah. The backup that you're on the right path. Exactly. Um, now Faith, I know that, um, our people and the audience and listeners would love to jump into your world. So how do they connect with you? So I am, uh, my best place to go is www.socialcellerslife.com forward slash links. And there you'll be able to click on and get into my social media or, or any of my programs or books, etc. Perfect. And we'll have all those in the show notes uh, for everybody as well. Um, and listeners and viewers, thank you again for being part of the show today. Make sure you screenshot this episode, post it to your stories. We'll shout you out as well. And remember, embrace your power.